Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Stop worrying about your competition. Hey, this is Donnie Bovine. I'm the CEO and founder of Success Champions Networking and author of Endless Stream of Referrals. This is Growth Mode, a podcast all around growing and scaling your business where we talk sales, business development, growth, and scaling. Hanging out with me as always, my buddy Kevin Snow, the sales and automation tactician and genius. And in this episode, man, we are going to jump into why the hell you need to quit worrying about your damn competition and just go bigger. All right, Kevin, where the hell are we starting off with this one? So I have a client and they consistently like, on almost like every other day is a regular occurrence. Send me their competition's marketing content. <laughs> Why? Here is here. <laughs> here's what so and so is saying. Here's what such and such is doing. Here's another company's uh, product and services slides. I'm like, stop sending me this. They're they're. They're struggling with coming up with what their actual product and services and, and figuring out what their identity is. So they're spending all this time looking at what everyone else is doing instead of looking at what their actual clients are doing. And it, and it drives me nuts. And every time they send it, I'm like, I don't care. That is literally what I reply back. I don't care <laughs> I what they're that. doing. <laughs> uh, so I, I think it's really important to, to understand you need to be aware of your your competition's positioning. You need to understand how they're talking about themselves and how they're going to market, but it should not be a driver for how you do business. I, you know, I, I agree with that. You know, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm extreme when it comes to competition. I don't know, but I just don't give a shit about the competition, what they do, who they are. Um, you know, like literally, Kevin, you and I could be selling the same exact person, this the same exact services. Like we could be selling both people a shovel. I don't know. And, you know, odds are same price, same shovel, same service, same thing, everything else. 
it's going to come down to whether they like me better than you or whether they like you better than me or who has a better relationship. And either way, it doesn't matter. There's so much business in, in this arena. You know, there's so much business in the world. Now, to like to your point, to have an understanding of what the competition's doing in the marketplace, cool. You know, um, I like to know sometimes how I sold against them. I mean, uh, probably the most competitive thing that I was in was commercial printing. And, you know, it was ink on paper. It was the same machines, same ink, you know, same paper. And we were all saying the same shit. You know, we were like, well, you could have sustainable paper with sustainable ink. And it's a, you know, eight color press that could, you know, be out in so many. And everybody was saying the same shit, right? Everybody was marketing. Well, my company didn't believe in marketing. So uh, that's why they just kept adding salespeople. And I think at one point, you know, uh, we had salespeople doubled up at one desk because they just kept hiring salespeople instead of spending money on marketing, which was always funny to me. Um, but yeah, I, I've never understood the competition things, but I've been on the receiving end of other companies worried about me, um, which was always fascinating to me. Like I, I had a, another guy at another print shop that said, would ask me if I would quit going after his clients because he was losing every time I came in. And I said, well, one, I don't really know who your clients are. But if you want to give me a list, I'll make sure to take the rest of them. Um, but which he didn't like very much. But, you know, I just I don't know, man. Uh, for me, competition should be fun. It should be a challenge. It should be a game. It shouldn't be something you worry about. Yeah, it, it's it's. In, in my viewpoint, I want to know what they're saying and I want to know how they're positioning themselves so I can do it different. I like that. But I don't. But I don't want it to drive how I develop and uh, and improve my product or services. You know, I don't want my product and services to look like everyone else. I don't want to be the same as every other company in my industry, uh, and because that's what you have right now. If you look at any of the ads and. Uh, for what I do, the digital marketing, email marketing, sales automation stuff that pop up on Facebook and go look at their websites, they all look the mm -hmm. same. They all talk about the same stuff. They're cookie cutter copies of each other and with like some color changes. Right. It's literally what it is. And that's not how I want to do my business. And that's not how business should be done. It's really, if you're going to be a business owner, you want to be able to focus on what you're best at and how you can best serve your clients and build around that and figure out the language that resonates most with the people you want to work with and then fly with it. You know, I want to know what my competition's doing in the event that they're adjusting to, com to be competitive with me. Dude, I, you know, I, I so like I think about how we built, you know, Success Champion Networking's website and whatnot, and you know, I I just think of everybody who sees themselves as competitor to Success Champion Networking. They would never in a million years put the slogan we have at the top of the website on their stuff, nope. right? We just don't give a shit. And if you haven't seen it, guys, the Success Champion Networking website says you can't do epic shit surrounded by basic people. And we did this purposely because we wanted our people to show up. 
I don't want the people that are fucking excited about all the other organizations and everything. They 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 can go play there all they want to. But we want the unique badass individuals that just get that there's a higher level of networking. So I'm not concerned what other organizations are going to doing. I want to speak to my people. And, yep. you know, our people have a freaking edge to them. They, they you know, are a higher tiered individual that's just going bigger in life. And that's who I want to to attract and talk to. And if I spent time looking at my competitors' websites and looking at my competitors' freaking marketing material, uh, it's going to tone down the voice of our overall brand, which is something I never want to do. I like having the fuck you style brand, you know, uh, that that uh, give me the people with, you know, tattoos and an edge to them and don't live by the normal rules. I want those people in our freaking world. Um, and this really helps us build it out. I don't want the suit tie wearing generic Adobe freaking Photoshop images you can get, you know, all over the sites and stuff. I don't want to say the same things that they're saying. I want them to be looking at us because we're going so damn loud and we're changing the game so much. So I, I think if if you're looking at your competition stuff and thinking, damn, I should be doing that. Dude, that's a reflection of your own internal monologue. That's the shit you're freaking telling yourself, not not you know a reflection of the direction you need to be going with your company. Because if you know your audience, you know your services, you know your product, you know what you're delivering, uh, go deliver, go sell it, uh, go go put it in the marketplace, and it ain't gonna freaking freaking matter. I mean, Kevin, I'm really curious. Do they expect you to go? Oh my God! Thank you for sending me this. Let me change everything we're doing and create this to fuck out. I mean, I I don't get. It. I, I I I don't know, and that's probably a question I should ask them. It's like, why do you keep sending me this? What what do you what are you actually expecting? But I'm like, I I see it. I roll my eyes, uh, and then I'm like, okay, whatever, and then I go on with my day, and I literally ignore it. Um, which probably isn't good. You shouldn't ignore your clients, but sometimes it's the best way to deal with them. Uh, well, I, you know, I, 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 but, to, even to that point really quick, I mean, sometimes clients can just be irrational. And I've found that if you just don't acknowledge their irrational moment, sometimes it just passes. So, yep. you know, it's just easier to go on. Is that why you ignore, ignore yeah. a lot of my shit? No, but <laughs> we don't have time to go into those answers. So let, let's just keep moving on. <laughs> too funny but I think this is a big issue for a lot of, of companies and a lot of especially entrepreneurs when they're starting out because they're trying to figure out who they actually are and what they are doing what they're going to be when they grow up you know one of our members changes uh, what they do and what their focus is pretty much every time we talk to them. Yeah. And, and I, I think a lot of times when you're in that state of mind, you are, and you're trying to find yourself, you're looking at what everyone else is doing in your space and trying to pick, almost pick and choose the bits and pieces that you like to make yourself in that, in that uh, um, reflection, in that vein of everything else that's going on. Instead of just you know, looking in the mirror 
and saying, wow, all right, here's who I am and here's what we're going to be. Yeah, I mean, they literally, every time somebody says they do something, they were like, oh, my God, I could do that. I've been doing that for the last 25 years. And honestly, I can tell you, nobody knows what the fuck they do. Right. Nobody knows what their business is. Nobody knows what their service is, you know, um, and it's because they're so wanting, I think, somebody to go, oh, my God, where have you been my entire life? You know, and I think if people will start looking as their business as the leader in the industry, I mean, think about um, picturing your business as the business everybody's gunning for because your shit's on such a lockdown your shit's so put together that everybody is gunning for you i think that's a brilliant way to 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 look at it because now you're setting the standard that everybody else is trying to come to and i think most people can't wrap their head around that they are setting the standard by being as badass as they are in business, they're they're literally have set the bar for everybody else to climb up to. And I think if you get to that mentality, you really start turning off what the competition does. I mean, I don't know if you have, Kevin, but I've been in sales situations where the competition sat in the lobby with me. And then we went in one-on-one. Yeah, I've, I've been in sales calls uh, with clients when I was doing the long distance thing and we we're trying to resolve things for issue where the competition was in the room. Oh, that's why I haven't done with them in the room. The I've, I've done be, all of a sudden in the lobby. Because it was long distance. So we had the long distance carrier. We had the local carrier. We had the equipment people, all of us, which sold each other's services <laughs> and didn't like each other, all in the room trying to fix a client's phones that weren't working the way they're supposed to. And it was... That was, it's only happened to me that one time, but it was just, it was weird. <laughs> I can't imagine. Uh, I, you know, I'm just thinking because you put two strong personalities that can sell, you know, you're going to constantly be in that room in that moment going, well, the reason it doesn't work is because that's not working, right? <laughs> that was exactly what was going on. The equipment people were pointing at us. The We were pointing at the local carrier. Uh, the local carrier was saying, it's not us. It's an equipment issue. And the, the poor client was just like, it was like watching ping pong <laughs> or, or tennis. You know, like who's, who's going to throw the next shade at the, at the, uh, and who's going to, who are they going to throw at? So I, it, it was horrible. You know what this reminds me of is I, w I sat on a board for a, an association in Fort Worth and they were deciding who was going to rebuild out the website. And the last person that built it was a well-known member in the association and then there was a third party that we had brought to the table that really is specialized in websites for associations. And for the board, you know, to make a board decision, both these people had to come in and pitch. And the funny thing that I'll never forget was the guy who was a member came in and his pitch was, you know me, I'm a member. I've always been here. I can't believe you brought in outside competition when I'm right here. He was pissed that we brought in competition in, in a moment when he could have been a rock star. 
and done something amazing. He picked a fight. Dude, that competition came in. He, they're like, so let me guess. You guys struggle with finding new members. You struggle communicating with your members. You struggle getting your main priority, high targeted members to events and showing up. You want to showcase different members. You want, And they were like literally nailing off everything that we wanted in a website, you know, because all they did was specialize in association websites. And the member, you could see him, he was getting purple. So he was getting so mad that we were listening to this other company that we had no choice to even think about the member. We had to go with the association website. You know, when you get that pissed off over competition, you're going to lose. All that guy had to do is say, you know, might be fun if we partner up with this association website, guys. I can learn some things. Or it might say, guys, you know, here's where we're at in the past. We're do you guys see the shortcomings that made you want to bring somebody else in? Let's work on that and upgrade. I mean, he could have had such a more high level confident, you know, conversation with us, but he was so pissed that we brought in competition that he just lost his shit. And yeah, it, it, it was a total sense of entitlement. Yeah. Well, I'm the member you have to do business. Totally. With me. Well, no, we, we don't. <laughs> our our job is the wait, board. Wait, wait! I think you just described most of the you. world right now. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, you know, let's not get us down that fucking rabbit hole. Um, but you know, I I think that at the end of the day, man, play play your game. You know, uh, quit worrying about what other people are doing. You know, um, I mean, Kevin and I all the time will go look at other people's websites to see how they're putting messages out there. And there's a couple of times I'm like, fuck, man, that guy's doing it really damn well. Um, I really like how he laid that shit out. How could we do that stuff in our world but do it better? Right? How could we really set it up so, you know, that dude stuff looks like shit? Um, and then I looked at a guy's, uh, you know, site the other day and it's a guy that I'm getting to know. I don't know a whole lot, but he does retreats and shit. And I went to look at his site because I know he had just signed up to do a new website and some new automation stuff. And I looked at the site and I started laughing because his site was shit. It was really, really, really bad. And I thought, fuck, man, we so, so never, ever ever would I want to go work with an individual that can't show up properly. You know, it, it's just, it's, it's funny to me sometimes how I get inspired by looking at competitors just because we look so much fucking better out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you tell your clients and customers, Kevin, that, that come to you and they're like, man, competition is just so much better than we are. I mean, how do you fix that? I I don't think I've ever had a client say that. No one's ever said and and come and said the competition's so much better than us. Um, they've they've come to me and shown what the client's doing and saying and and said you know we're better than them. Why don't we look like mm. this? And then you know then we have the conversation about what needs to be done and how I can help. But, you know, I've never had anyone say, well, you know, the competition is better. 
You know, and I've always, for me, if anyone came to say that, I would, uh, first I would refrain from smacking them because that is just like the dumbest thing you can ever say. Oh my God, they're so much better than me. Um, if they, Then change your career. Right. Just go do something else. Uh, but, you know, they're not better. They're different. Right. Your competition isn't better or worse than you. Well, some of them might be worse than you, but the, the thing is they're all different. You know, they should not be the exact same as you. If they are, then why? Then, you know, what are what value are you bringing to the marketplace? You know, what, you need to look at it that way. You know, they're different. Here's who we are. And like you said, how do we present ourselves to the world in the best way to highlight these differences? For sure. For sure. You know, and if, if and I've had multiple people come to me uh, who are in the industry and that were drawn because of how I did the website and how I presented myself completely different than other people that do email automation and, and then marketing automation. They're, it's something they hadn't seen before. And it's it's all figured out how you can be unique in your messaging that helps people resonate with you as the person. We've done episodes in the past, and I can't remember which one, about being the face of your company and, you know, brand strategy and how you build that whole concept. And that's really what these conversations are. You know, you need to be loud with who you are and not worry about what the competition is saying and how they're building their, their messaging in the marketplace. You need to be worried about how yours is being received and if it's resonating with the right people. Agreed. Agreed. Well, typically at this point, we have a question from the members of Success Champions, but like we find sometimes, we throw up a topic that they don't want to freaking come play with. So so we don't have a question from the champions this week. Um, but if you guys are listening to this and you've got a question or a thought about any of the episodes we did, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, feel free to send an email off to support at successchampion.com networking.com uh, and, and uh, tell us an episode you'd love for us to cover. Um, we'd love to cover that for you. Um, action step this week. Quit worrying about the fucking competition. Freaking do you. Build your business. Build your brand. Figure out how you change your mindset to you are the industry leader. You're the number one company in the system, and people are gunning for you. That's a great way of looking at it. When you're the best, everybody wants to be like you. So position yourself that way. And as always, guys, if you get any value out of this episode and show, do us a favor. Make sure you are subscribed and share this with one person. That's all we ask for, guys. Just share it out for one person. Love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions 
so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com. Go visit one of our peer groups and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.